Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. How are we doing today? Doing doing great, man. Every day with you is a holiday. When the Jets beat your team, it's a miracle. And it's a great day for me, not for you, sorry. And listen, the Badgers won. And... What we're seeing is exciting stuff, which we'll get into. Well, we will get into it here uh, in just a minute on Monday morning fullback. Uh, before we do, want to remind you guys that we are presented by BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all of your sports wagering needs, no matter what your sport is. If you're here, I'm assuming it's college football, but if it's NFL, NHL, esports, golf, baseball season's over, hockey's in full swing, NBA, you name it, they've got it over at BetOnline.ag. Head on over to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive a 50% welcome to bonus welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. Burn, you know what time it is. Monday morning, fullback. We are going to put 15 minutes on the clock to celebrate uh, what was a pretty thorough victory over Maryland. And Burn, uh, I just want to start with our guy, Nick Herbig. Uh, Nick Herbig decided to show up and be a one-man wrecking crew. I mean, he wasn't a run-man wrecking crew. The entire defense was great, but that was that was the signature game of the season for our guy Herbie. Uh, totally. The guy was, first off, you know, you could pin your ears back in such a terrible weather game, right? Like, you knew what was going to happen. Everyone knew what was going to happen. You're sitting in the stands. You're watching on TV. I'm pretty happy I wasn't in the stands. It looked miserable there pouring rain winds gusting up to 40 miles per hour the game was going to be a fist fight in the trenches it wasn't going to be pretty but you knew that on third and nine it couldn't be a run like you had to do something right so i feel like it eliminates 50 percent of your your game plan so for a defender you know like herbie Man, he could just pin his ear back and go get well, it. Well, and, and for and them, it's not even fifty percent of their game plan because Maryland is such a pass happy team. It's seventy five or eighty percent of their game plan. So there you go. You can only do so little now. Same with us, though. Like we, you know, we tried to do a lot of things and we were all over the place. But you know, like if you look at the yard, we had we doubled their yards. I don't think we made outside of special teams. We had five penalties for thirty five yards. We had no turnovers. You know, that's how you win a a game that is so disgusting, you know, like a weather game. Disgusting. I don't know it what was, else to say. It was disgusting. disgusting out there. Yeah. It was absolutely gross weather. I'm glad I wasn't out there playing. Although as a former offensive lineman, I will say those are some of the most fun games. Dream. It's a fullback stream. Well, I mean, look, I mean fullback catch a reception. It was great. It was beautiful. I mean, but Jackson Aker looked O-line. very fluid out there uh, c- catching that ball. I don't know if you, if you saw that or like early, early in the game. He had a nice little reception yeah. out there. I thought it was going to be a big Jackson Aker, Riley Nowakowski game for you, where you might have to do a couple shotguns. But uh, speak, staying on the defense, though, uh, one other guy I want to point out was James Thompson, 
who was uh, getting his first start in place of an injured Zay Mullins or maybe a second start, one of his first starts of his career. And he was outstanding on the defensive line. The whole, I mean, Benton, uh, Johnson, and Thompson were all excellent. But I thought Thompson really stood out. I, you know, I, I thought the defense was phenomenal. You know, you once again, you know what you you can only do a certain amount of things, and you could see that our guys were way more prepared, and also they're just better. But they were just better in the trenches. The D line stepped up. They they really couldn't be blocked. Had to be double teamed, and it let our our um our linebackers and our and our safeties really to do whatever they wanted at the line of scrimmage. Um, and I thought they played fantastic. And you can see they play team defense. You know, no one's out to make every single play. They're out to stop the other team, get them in fourth downs, and make them punt. And that's what we did a lot. And I, I have to believe that's a Jimmy Leonard culture. It's not about individual. It's about the team. Look, what they, they they kept him to what 189 total yards, something like that. I mean, that's, yeah. Was it 77 on passing? Mm-hmm. We had the same. The, I mean, the passing game just wasn't there. If we can't the passing like, get game was, ju- ju- just wasn't there. The run game, there. I was hoping, as Bernie and I were texting during the game, I wanted them to lean on the run even more. I loved it when they brought Tyler Beach out there a bunch for as a sixth offensive lineman. I thought they needed to lean on that more on the offense, especially in the second half. There were some play-calling things that maybe not everyone would have made the same call in the same situation on some of those short third and short taking a deep shot ingram like the matchups we have to presume i don't know i you felt know, like they when, were i felt like they were running for six yards of pop and just needed to hand the ball off to braylon or isaac isaac had uh, a coming out game i mean that 89 yard run was i mean what's he has awesome. a crease that dude is faster than anyone in a badger uniform since Brian Calhoun, Michael Bennett. And who was it? Like, DK all the way down the field, blocking the whole way. Oh, that was great. It was great. I think it was Skylar I mean, Bell. Really I think it was actually Skylar Bell, but you um, think so? Yeah. You know what? It was, it was so both. To- it was both of them, as far as I'm concerned. Skylar, <laughs> Skylar Bell to me is. Oh my! I, I mean, he didn't even have a catch in this game, on. but he still stood out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love that. Game. You know, it's it's funny because you couldn't even see numbers. That's how bad the game was. You know, it was, so, it was so disgusting. You know, I think once the rain let up for whatever, like it was like the third quarter, pretty much. I think that um, we tried to start opening up the offense, and and it clearly was the weather conditions were still just horrible. I mean, the the second the ball touches the ground or anyone's jersey, it's wet. Um, you're not getting dry balls in the game. The wind was out of control, you know. So you're trying to throw a football. All it, it's just nuts. I, you know, like I remember anytime it would be wet for a second, I'd take my gloves off because those things became fumble machines. Um, mm-hmm. And you saw that in Braylon took his gloves off and put them back on. But still, the second you touch the ground, soaked. So the weather conditions aren't better automatically. No, definitely I do not. think we opened it up to try to do some things in the playbook that we wanted to do if the weather was fine. It didn't work. But at that point, our defense wasn't letting anybody up. Our offense was doing just what they needed to do. Um, I, I still... I still think we could have played a little bit better, but I yeah, I do too. I, I think I that, that we we could have played more. I think there was a, a fair bit of room for improvement on yeah. the offensive but side of the also, their ball. defense knew what was coming. There was no, there is no. It's it's like um when you play Madden or what was the other game NFL Blitz. There's three plays. 
you just have to pick one of them, right? And if you pick the same one, was it Tecmo Bowl? Like yeah, if you're on the Bowl. defense and you if you pick the offensive play out of six that they ran, you destroyed them. It was basically Tecmo Bowl, like we watched. They knew we were going to run. They knew there weren't going to be deep passes. Everyone was trying to stop the run the whole day. That's what you watched. You watched literally a fist fight in the trenches. And you know what? All that matters is we came away with a win during a disgusting game. I'm pumped. I think with a bigger thing we should talk about for eight minutes. One, I, I don't even know if I want to dive into the special teams. Still debacles that I hate. Can to I see. give us one more highlight before we do that? Please give me a highlight before we do that. Welcome back, Hunter Woller. Yeah, what a catch. Uh, what, that was well, awesome. Not just one interception, what an entire game. Dude, they had him li- did you see they had him lining up an outside linebacker and, and rushing the passer, just doing a little bit of everything? Yeah. And another great I, athlete. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, again, Coach Leonard, ingenuity, realizes, well, Woller, Leitu, and Torchio are three of the best defensive backs. That they have my maybe you know not gonna say the three best because I mean they do very different things and you know the corners and things like that. So what does he do? He gets all of them, all three of them on the field at the same time for a lot of snaps, even though you know Wooler's still coming back to 100 from injury. Realizing you need to get him on the field and just great job by uh, the coaching staff incorporating him into the game plan, especially especially. So like for me, the stars on defense really were Herbig, Thompson, and Wooler. I thought those three guys really just, you know, stood out and made the big plays when the Badgers needed them the most. I think the whole defense deserves to be... uh, Oh, I don't want to take anything away from anyone else. I I just thought those three guys especially. uh, Totally. But I think, listen, the whole defense to me played outstanding. And I think when you look, we kept Maryland on their heels. Literally, they couldn't even think about something next to do because our defense stopped everything. Um, our blitzes look great. You know, the D-line stunts were beautiful. I mean, these guys are are a different team than we've seen, you know, in the past. I mean, the defense was pretty solid, but I would love to see our guys up against another high-powered offense, you know, like in Ohio State. You know, I think I think this is – these guys are just uh, different. Bernie, that, that, different. that is a uh, dream for one of us and not the other. I have no interest in seeing Wisconsin play Ohio State again this year. Absolutely. I do. I do zero Let's interest. Do. My, well, we have to. We want to. My best friend is an Iowa fan, and he he and I were talking about this yesterday, and it was we were talking about the fact that like it'd be awesome for like we were both like it'd be great if the Badgers slash the Hawkeyes you know won out, went to the Big Ten title game, but then it's like, do you really want to be a sacrificial lamb to Ohio State or Michigan? I feel like Michigan is a uh, listen, much. I, you, it's you, a different team. It's okay. a different team. I love your optimism, Bernie. Like, this is why you're the best person in the world to do this with. This is why you're the best person in the world to do this with. Um, Ohio State, watch your back. The Badgers. Hey, listen, you know what? Northwestern Northwestern put up a fight against them this past week. And let's talk, though, Bernie. We got to get, I mean, not a lot of bad. There was some good. But let's talk about the ugly and the special teams again. You know, I just just find that without a dedicated coach, we don't – we're not – I don't know if we're as confident as we should be in the, the calls that we're making, mm-hmm. right? I hate we missed we miss a lot of field goals. That was an up uh, uh, an inoperative. Listen, I love Jimmy's going for it on fourth down. I love it. Still, we need the points. It makes it. A, it didn't. It wouldn't. It would have only made it a three touchdown game. Not, uh, Not no a matter what it was a score game, yeah, right. But we missed that one. And then we then we no we went for it on fourth. Then we missed the next one, and then we made it made it, but. To me, it's just, 
we don't have someone saying, listen, let's kick it. We don't have someone who's thinking special teams, right? Jimmy can only do so much, even though the dude is a superhuman to me. He's doing a lot. And if you look at the defense, they were tuned in, right? All those dudes were ready. Even the offense, to me, all those dudes were ready. You didn't really see someone stand out and have a terrible game. I mean, everyone played pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty happy about it. I think the coaching staff's all tuned in. I like what I'm seeing out of Bobby Ingram. We're seeing different plays. I like it. We're seeing a rotation of guys who deserve to be playing with Isaac and Braylon. I, like, I absolutely think it's great. Listen, I, I love the, the the wide receivers blocking. Like, these dudes are great, and they can catch. They just couldn't – we couldn't do anything in the passing game. I literally think we don't have someone who's there confidently saying, we should kick the football right now. Fourth and two, we should do it. Or, I mean, those it was a short kick. It's – Now, the weather conditions were pretty terrible, but then the next one went in. So, I don't know. I'm just really getting frustrated by the special teams kind of miscues. It's becoming a little bit annoying. And, listen, we might still be talking about this with a special teams coach, but I don't think so. So, there's that. I have a lot uh, of doubts that we would still be talking about this if there was a dedicated special teams coach. Um, You know, I I did mention Skylar Bell earlier. He didn't catch the ball. He did have three rushes, though. Um, so they did find a way to get the ball in his hands. Um, uh, they get Vinny Anthony had another carry. The true freshman came out again. He's a guy I just like seeing the ball in his hands. I think he's slippery, and I like mm-hmm. the fact that he's just you know he got again one carry on a on a jet sweep. Uh, the second game of the game, I kind of knew it was going to him because that's kind of when he comes in the game. They run a jet sweep to him, but you know hopefully they can build a couple things off of that fake a jet sweep, go you know play action, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm sure they will have some things up their sleeves. In the coming weeks, uh, coming Iowa this week is going to be uh, an interesting game against a stout uh, against sort of the it's a Spider-Man meme, really, with Iowa and Wisconsin. It's phenomenal defense and questionable offense. So that's going to be, you know, it's always fun for, you know, Iowa week. You got the the toolbox with the managers. You've got all the yep. good stuff going on uh, this week, Burn. So uh, I think we've got to talk about the big elephant in the room to finish off. When's this interim tag coming off? I mean, you watch these guys. They love Jimmy. Yes. Like they love, it looks like they just have this huge love for playing football again. Yes. And playing at Wisconsin and they're excited and they're making plays. And Jimmy lets them do what they want on the field. Pretty I much don't want to say he lets and, them do what, what, what they want. He puts them in a position well, within, to succeed. But I just him on the sidelines and his energy and his energy and the like. It's little things. Press conferences afterwards. I'm actually like now like wanting to like listen to well, what there's. You right. know, it's like all of these little things, right? That eventually build up to why he's such a well-rounded candidate. Well. Yes. So to me, I yes, all that stuff. I don't really care about press conferences. I, I, I mean, yes, you want to hear what what's happening, but you know, it's not the. And to me, it's more of the. I think the mentorship. If I'm if I'm the chancellor, if I'm somebody who's looking at Jimmy, we're having success. You can tell by if you are uh, a couch potato like me, you can tell that these dudes just like it better. They like football better. They like playing at Wisconsin better. They're having a good time. And that is what is important, right? To me, the most important thing you can basically see is Jimmy's more than just a coach, 
right? He's a mentor of these, these young men. And you could see that when he ran into the locker room and they're all waiting for him. They're all excited when he gets in. They're all jumping around. They're dancing. That stuff doesn't happen if you don't have a coach who truly loves the guys and is trying to make them better. And as a student, you knew when somebody was giving you the BS or somebody cared about you, right? When you're a young dude, you know that, right? So for Jimmy, to me, that's more impressive and important than the W's is that he's creating better human beings that also love and are winning football games. Um, and I think the interim tag should come off. I think if you give him the reins, he's only going to produce and do better things. You know, I think if you if you uh, putts around and you know here or there or whatever, you're going to hurt the you're going to hurt the nil stuff. You're going to hurt the recruiting. The yes, and that's what I was going to say. You're going to hurt the recruiting if you don't do this quickly. And so they need to they need to just shut up and do it. I, I don't think that, that, that totally. And also let Jimmy go and say, Hey, I want these coaches to stay. And I want to have these, he can't have conversations. He's not even moving his office. You know, like I love Jimmy. I, I think that's so cool. Right. Like he's like, I'm just going to stay in my office. I'm still really just the interim head coach. And I love it. He's the underdog right now. The team's the underdog. We're all playing from that perspective. And I don't think things change if he becomes the head coach, but he can't implement drastic changes that he believes the team needs or that the coaching staff needs without the interim taken off. Do What do I think of the university and what will they do? I didn't think they'd let Coach Chris go, so I have no idea. This, this world's a new world we live in. It is a brave new world in which we live. Okay, well, that is it for us here on Monday Morning Fullback. We will be back later this week. Burn, who's our guest this week? I literally don't know, but we okay. have a lot of options. So we'll be back know. later this week with a guest, uh, w- w- with a surprise guest. Um, and uh, until then, uh, beat Iowa and on Wisconsin. Beat Iowa, please. Ugh. On Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.